This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Without further ado, let's head to the Roman guest line and talk to our guy, Tony Mejia of Wager Talk. He joins us right now on the Roman guest line. Tony, how are you doing this Tuesday, sir? I'm doing great. I I, I uh, do not like Max Scherzer in terms of the Mets winning because the Mets don't score runs for their best pitchers. That's taken to Grom. So I do like Nick Lodolo also being on point in his return of the mound for mm-hmm. like, shoot, it's been months. So give me the first five under. Love that. Those two. I'm like go, I'm going how, are you, how are you doing? Bradley Beal is back, brother. Brad is back. So that makes life a, a whole lot easier in D.C. I'll let yeah. you know one thing. That, that does make life a lot easier. But, Tony, I'm doing good, man. How was your fourth? How Did you enjoy anything? Did you enjoy the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest and Joey Chestnut on a – it was his flu game. It was his, uh, yeah. it was his uh, flu game uh, yeah. playing on a bad ankle. Still what, put down six, ankle? <laughs> <laughs> Guy's a gamer. Still putting down 65 or 66 dogs. I don't know what it was. Did you, did you take in that uh, – Nathan's hot dog eating contest yesterday. I I watched it. I still have not bet on a hot dog eating contest. Yeah. So yeah. in my in my career, I'm still waiting on that. I still haven't bet on one either. Same I would here, only actually. bet the field. Like I mean, of yeah. course, for obvious reasons, it's right. too juicy to bet the guy who has a mouth like a demon. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I would only bet the field. I just need that plus money. Uh, are there anything uh, anything that you're sweating out tonight, Tony, in the MLB other than the uh, first five under uh, in that Mets Reds game that you just gave out? I, I am not. I mean, I, I, I would guess um, Kyle Hendricks on the road because he struggled of late, and Jason Alexander, who who started on Seinfeld and now is pitching yeah. as a younger as a younger man in in Milwaukee. Uh, I bet the over on that, but uh, no, I I really hated today's card. So uh, I'm on with a I, uh, with a complete understanding of what's going on tonight, but no bets. Uh, Tony, so I'm looking, and tonight we're actually going to talk some AL MVP and NL MVP, and I feel like both markets are pretty uh, bettable still right now because you got Paul Goldschmidt, minus 110, right now rightfully so, but I would never bet that. You got Pete Alonzo, plus 500. I believe we talked about that the last time we had you on. But what are your thoughts on the AL MVP? Because Aaron Judge has been lights out. What Otani does is something we've never seen in baseball history, unless you were around for Babe Ruth. He's plus 260. Anybody else even worth a play other than Aaron Judge or Shohei Otani? You know, Alvarez has been awesome. He's plus 700. Mike Trout is still one of the better players in baseball. You're getting 11 to 1. Is that a bettable market, or is it just the two guys atop are so good right now that it's it's just worthless? It's a wasted bet. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think Aaron Judge is going to be the MVP, no question about that. But I would say Jose Ramirez is the, the one guy you could bet on because if the Indians, uh, yeah. pardon me, if the Guardians go ahead and uh, and win that, central division and he's he's good to go in terms of uh, being that one player i mean uh, granted they have naylor going and, and Fremo reyes is starting to heat up but he he's been the guy that has kept him afloat potentially he could he could get some votes but yeah, i mean it's aaron judge or bus yeah he's 25 to 1 right now throw that out there so I, I like that angle too especially if they do win the al central you know they had the third best odds going into the season the white Sox were minus 200 so that's a good play tony uh while we're I guess approaching the uh, 
trade deadline. And it's crazy to think that in the major league, especially with the season, it feels like it just started. But is has has there been a drastic change in terms of maybe some players or teams that you've targeted throughout the the start of this season that has changed maybe over the past couple of weeks? So for me personally, if I were to answer that question, I know the Nationals were like an auto-fade team. Um, I mean, still teetering on the cusp of auto-fade, but still now um, they, they're starting to put some, together some games. Josh Bell starting to rake a little bit. So is Juan Soto. He's he's trying to, to, to make a little bit of noise and win Ryan some fantasy baseball league games. Yeah. Um, anything that you have now, something that's kind of maybe popped up on your radar recently that you're trying to take advantage of? No, I mean, but I, I do like the Phillies' response to losing Bryce Harper. Mm. Um, now, Castellanos hit a home run, I think, of the second game in to him being out, and he's got to be the key. I know uh, Ryan had him for MVP, and I did too. So yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, we're, we're the two people on the planet that had uh, had uh, Castellanos as uh, an MVP at the beginning of the season because the pressure was on him, but the pressure was off him because he was in the best lineup that he'd been in for um, you know, his entire life. And I, I really thought he would respond and he's obviously struggled, but you do. You, I mean, you look at that lineup, even with out Harper, you have, um, you know, real Muto, you have uh, Reese Hoskins, you have Castellanos, you've got the, the, the kid that you're investing in and stock you. Uh, I mean, D.D. Gregorius, like all, all down the line. So maybe if they can, can hang and grab that final wild card spot, they can do some damage, but certainly um, you need to see the, the wheeler that you saw last night. And I won, uh, pardon me, not last night, Sunday night. Um, it goes to tell you where my 4th of July went, <laughs> but um, yeah, <laughs> just in, in general of, of, of actually having guys that can actually get this done on a very high level. They do have some of those guys. Tony. Uh, so, you know what I keep find what I find fascinating right now is I love the blue Jays coming into the season. Unfortunately, I bet on them to win the division. The Yankees are the best team I've ever seen in my life. Wasn't expecting this. The Astros are still really tough. In fact, I'd probably pick the Astros to beat the Yanks in a playoff series, man. I just trust their pitching more. I know the Yankees have been lights out, but we'll see if that lasts all season long. I look at the Blue Jays, and they're 12 to 1 still to win the World Series, 6 to 1 to represent the AL, and they're 4 and 6 in their last 10. They go on these flashes, you know, they show these flashes where they're this exciting team. They could score a bunch of runs. We don't know about the pitching, but in your opinion, is that a sucker bet? Because who else is worth betting in the AL other than the Yanks and the Astros? And I know that's chalky and it's the regular season, but you look at the Blue Jays, you know, you look at the White Sox are still 16 to 1, the Twins are 18 to 1. Who else would be worth a play? Yeah, no, no, no question. I think it is chalky for a reason. I would, I would say the Twins, if they add an ace, yeah. if they, if they add a really like big name pitcher that you know you're going to get something from them, because I mean they've got guys that have been there before, and all other former Yankees and 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 then guys like Buxton that aren't afraid of moment, uh, Arias who's fantastic. I think he's hitting 350 since since uh, May. Uh, you know, just, you know, guys that won't shrink and you know that you won't, you, you won't get that from that team, but at the same time, they're a little short on arms. Uh, and then as far as their relief goes, you can't really trust them, but, it, you know, two, you know, you're two additions away from a, you're in control of a division right now and, uh, you're in the mix. So that would be my, you know, let, let, let's, uh, let's throw uh, caution to the wind and, and, and try to get a lottery ticket, uh, kind of future. Tony, uh, I'm looking at the board now at National League Rookie of the Year. 
Uh, and it's funny because to start the season, I didn't see O'Neal Cruz on this odds board, and now he's the favorite plus 375. He's definitely one of our favorite players. Um, he makes Pittsburgh uh, baseball a little more um, relevant, relevant, <laughs> not even just relevant, but cons- consumable, enjoyable. Um, and it's pretty wild to see him as the odds on favorite, considering he je- he has just, what, 54 at-bats this season. His OPS is pretty much below average. It's at 85. He's batting slightly above the Mendoza line, 204. Is is there another option uh, that you see on the National League Rookie of the Year? Because as much as I love O'Neill Cruz, I'm like, his numbers don't just blow me off of the page. This guy's like Michael Harris, uh, Seha Suzuki as well moved. He was the favorite at one point. Now he's 15 to one. McKenzie yeah. Gore. Anybody else in the rookie category for the the NL that uh, pops off the board at you? Yeah, I mean, Suzuki came back, what, yesterday? He was, uh, you know, activated. And so I have him on my fantasy team, let's I know that. <laughs> uh, but uh, so he'll be okay. But no, it, it's Harris. He has, he has really solidified that Atlanta outfield. He was the a, uh, NL Rookie of the Month for June. And uh, he is, he, he's riding momentum. I mean, like, everybody expected him to be, like, a, a, a really big catalyst on the defensive end but didn't know what they were going to get with the bat. Now, uh, OPS-wise, he's fantastic. So, yeah, I, I think uh, if you're betting right now, you, you bet Harris over O'Neill Cruz because O'Neill Cruz, while excellent, and, and he had got off to a great start, and obviously he was hyped coming in, and we all knew that we were expecting him. Uh, Harris has actually delivered much more than O'Neill Cruz. Tony, we only got about like two more minutes. Uh, I just wanted to ask you, do you think the Padres are for real, especially because we haven't even seen them full strength this year without Tatis? The problem is they're in the same division as the Dodgers. The Giants are up and down, but they're the Giants. It seems like they're always around the second half of the season. Do you take the Padres for real? No, I I think they are. But, um, you know, one big key is uh, no more Mazzara, who they they had in their minor league system after he uh, flamed out with the Rangers. And uh, and then he all of a sudden came up. They brought him up, and he he, he was hitting. And they needed somebody in that outfield. They all, the all, the other only outfielder that they have in that spot is a Zocar, who was hit or miss, very quick, but you know, uh, bad is hit or miss. And uh, so you know, if they're not going to make an uh, an acquisition, if they're not going to go get like an Andrew Benintendi from the Royals, then uh, you need Norman Mazzara to step up. And then yeah, you obviously need to get healthy with uh, Machado and uh, Tatis in the lineup. Tony, I'll throw out one more before we let you go. I see you tweeting about the Summer League. This is a degenerates wonderland. Myself, Ryan Horvath. Maybe our favorite time of the year. We bet so much (laughs) on Summer League. Like I'm so happy. This is like the one-year mark of our show. We came back. We started our show around Summer League, and and we just faded Peyton Pritchard as much as we could in the finals uh, last (laughs) year. I don't care that you dropped 90 in Seattle. You're not taking down Davion Mitchell. Any advice for the handicappers out there, the people who are interested in betting Summer League, and uh, just all these young guys all across the floor. Like, how are you tackling uh, handicapping this summer uh, phenomenon? Let, let's let's talk it. And I, I understand I have about 30 seconds. So here is, in 30 seconds, this is how you bet the summer league. You follow every team's beat writer. Yeah. And you figure out who's playing that day. Because yes. that changes immediately. Like, that changes everything in summer league. Sure and so, uh, I mean, Davion Mitchell being uh, one example, like, uh, if he's going to play, I'm on the Kings. If he's not, I'm not. Exactly. Tony, I love that. I love that. Thank you so much, my brother. We're going to start having you on uh, more often to talk Summer League because you're the only one that will talk it with us. Everybody else uh, (laughs) ducks ducks away from the competition. They're scared. Thank you, Tony. All right, fellas. Be good.
That's our guy, Tony Mejia of Wager Talk, joining us on the Roman guest line. And you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Just go to GetRoman.com slash BetQL now to get $15 off your first month. That's GetRoman.com slash BetQL.